Fanatics, welcome to another episode of the BSR Show. We are the Black Series Rebels. With me, as always, is my boy, Stephen Ellis. Happy New Year, Alex. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, six five, five, four, three, three two... One. One! It's Disco! Yeah! <laughs> it's time! <laughs> oh boy. I guess my only goal this year is to have original and unique introductions for Cisco every single episode. Guys, it's been like, what, three and a half weeks? It feels Almost. like three years. It feels like been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long fucking time. This is going to be, we're, I, I'm feeling rusty. Cisco, what have you been up to, buddy? Oh man, uh, I have not gotten no rest. I have gotten zero. <laughs> my vacation was not a vacation. <laughs> we worked very hard, uh, nonstop every day, um, and then got right back to work. And so things have been, you know, moving in a steady clip over here. But you know, for all pretty good. You know, we get to spend a lot of time with the fam. Girls are all happy and healthy. So couldn't ask for much more than that. Nice, nice. You get anything sweet for Christmas? I did, I did. What'd you get? I got uh, a couple of cool video games. Nice, nice, nice. Deets, deets, or it didn't happen. Deets, or it didn't happen. <laughs> I got a uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Nice, who got you that? Uh, my boy, Alexander. That's me, that's me, that's me. What else so, you get? What else you get? And I got, uh, I got um, another game, the Rogue Squadron game. Mm-hmm. Who got you that? my homie alexander okay cool 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 cool. what else you got what else i haven't opened either of those things yet (laughs) they will be opened i promise (laughs) um i got a really dope need for speed hundreds bag nice 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 who got you that the the same homie (laughs) (laughs) i can't tell you why you got that i can't i can't say on air why you got that (laughs) very cool um it's like a little tote um and then a DC hundreds, uh, nice dad hat. That's very cool. nice. Oh yeah. It's a floppy. I forgot. It's like an unconstructed, <laughs> like a uh, six panel. Get anything else, anything else cool flying up yeah, under the tree for the Cisco. And then from, from the homie Rex, I got, um, a really dope Yeti. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Okay, me too. Okay, me too. Okay. Me too. Okay. Super tight, me too. super tight, super tight Yeti. And then, um, a really, really freaking tight, uh, Dodger stadium print. I saw it. It's, it's uh, so good. It's perfect for you. dude. It it's perfect. Yeah, man, I cannot wait to put it up. The, uh, blue frame is pretty rad too. Like the dark Dodger blue frame is yes. really cool. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. How about you, Steve? How you doing over there, big guy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm 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 staying hydrated like crazy. Yeah, you, you are, know? dude. You, you got us all leaders. You just know? like salt, all, water right. Everybody, you know, you just got to keep hydrating. Uh, stay fluid. Uh, I'm good, guys. I'm good. I got the opportunity to drop off gifts to you guys and see you guys recently. Um, that was really nice to sort of socially distance from the driveways and stuff and sort of, you know, see each other's beautiful faces and your lovely smiles. Um, I had a fantastic Christmas. You know, it was the first time I did Christmas um, and holidays actually away from my family in my life. Uh, it was just Amber, myself, and Harper. And, um, you know, we did the Zoom thing with the, with, with Patty and Bob and, and the fam. Feel you. Um, and, uh, but overall, we had a really nice sort of just mellow uh, Christmas two-week break, sort of Amber being off work and 
Uh, watched a lot of movies. There's a oh, lot. Yeah. Of, did a lot of letterboxing. <laughs> uh, got some great stuff. I got this rad seafoam green uh, Fender Jaguar that Alex Ooh. helped guide my wife and um, uh, for Christmas. And along with that, Alex hooked me up with. This. I almost got you. I almost got you a giant BB King. Ooh. <laughs> just he'll love he'll love a big BB King blues guitar, so he can just lean back and play some sick licks. Yeah. And then Alex came through with, uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of like early '90s grungy sort of stuff, but my, you know, I can't turn my amp up really loud to to get that distortion. And uh, Alex, Alex hooked it up, got me this really cool uh, Green Day Dookie guitar pedal, which now makes me basically just play nothing but power chords all day long, and makes me feel like holy shit! This whole time I've known how to play guitar. You like, turned into thirteen-year-old Alex. Like yeah. that's what happened. Like every kid who gets their first distortion pedal is like, "Yeah, check it out, mom." <laughs> like, that's like the if if I gave that to Harper, you'd be in misery. But because you have it, you're having a good time. Uh, I'm having a blast, having an absolute blast. So uh, overall, had a great holiday. I'm feeling good. Um, it's a crazy world still in 2021. Uh, Alex, dude, everything. Great. <laughs> how about you, buddy? How, how how was your holiday, Alex? Man, it was it was pretty good, man. It was pretty chill. Uh, a lot of the same. Watched a lot of TV, a lot of movies. Played a lot of video games. I finally beat Jedi Fallen Order. Pretty uh, right around the holiday, right around Christmas. I was like, I'm just gonna finally finish this game and just just kind of started grinding through, grinding through. Beat it. Had a great time. Uh, I'm now playing Uncharted 4, which is I'm having a good time with. I played a little bit of the new Call of Duty, got really bored. I think my palate is finally refined away from Call of Duty. I'm just kind of like, I'm good. I don't need to run around and just Did like, you play the like the basic um the basic multiplayer or did you jump into Warzone? No, I didn't even touch multiplayer. I played the campaign. Oh, the campaign. Okay, yeah. And I would yeah, I was like, I am so bored like i just was not always just kind of like whatever it's like the multiplayer is what they always just get bank on yeah i but i I like to play it and that kind of gives me the idea of whether or not i'm going to enjoy it and i just kind of found myself going i kind of just want to play some story-based games is there some fun war is that what it's called yeah it's called cold yeah black ops cold war that's right that's right is what it's called and i only got like i played one board and i was like i'm so bored with this game it was a truly a waste of money i'm actually bummed bummed that i bought it because i have the uh i got lucky i scored a ps5 on best buy like three three or four days before christmas and it arrived on christmas eve so alex santa came through alex dressed as santa for himself (laughs) came through with the fun (laughs) uh with a funky ps5 so I'm, i'm lucky to have scored one of those been messing around the Jedi fallen order update came out today, like some, some pretty cool graphical update. So I might dive into that after we tape and ton of stuff, dude, the crown, you guys got me a, a pretty sweet Scott Pilgrim vinyl. That'll be here soon. Uh, I got a Yeti from, from, from the man, Steve-O and a, uh, my print is an in and out burger, like a painting of in and out burger, which is already in my California guest room. So it's looking good, man. It's been chill. I feel the same way though. Just like exhausted. Didn't really <laughs> feel like a vacation. I've been 
back at work now for about two weeks and just already fried fried. So, you know, it is what it is, but I'm glad to be back. And I, this, uh, I feel like this happens after all our breaks. Like the first week we're always kind of like, all right, come on, let's, let's get to it. Let's talk about some bullshit. And then we're like, that was fun. I'm glad we did that <laughs> by the end of it. But for sure. Quick, quick question before we dive into the show. Have you, have you considered jumping back into Destiny 2? You know, yes, but no. Because my, that, that game is, is addictive to an unhealthy, unhealthy level. And sure. luckily, it is one of those things where once you're out, it's pretty easy to stay out. But yeah. once you're in it's really hard to get out. It's like, it's like a very, it's an easy drug to quit, but it, I mean, it's a, it's an easy drug to avoid, but a hard drug to quit. Yes. So you're like, I just can't do, have you played any of the new stuff? No, man. And that's actually the, I could not have put it more perfectly than what you just said. That's like the most apt description of that game because, uh, I felt exactly like that when I was playing it, I felt like especially towards the end, right before I, I didn't get the, like the, whatever the the new season was going to be. I was like, this is starting to feel like a job and I'm not really enjoying it as much anymore. And, uh, and so once I kind of like took the leap and said, nah, I'm not going to get the, the DLC or the next season or whatever, it hurt for a minute. And I, I went through some like, ah, like watching YouTube videos and stuff and watching people play. And then now I'm like, I don't miss it at all. Yeah, I, 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 it's funny. I totally forgot that like the PS5 update like came out. Like it, yeah. it's out for PS5 now, and I was like, nah, I'm, I'm good. So everybody's funny because everybody that I watch, everybody, that, everybody that I watch that plays it is like, if you don't have a PS5 and you're playing on PlayStation Four or PlayStation Four Pro, it's just not worth it. You're getting destroyed by PS5 players. Yeah, I just it's funny because there's really nothing fun to play on PS5. Hence why I'm playing Uncharted, but that's a good, that is a, ironically, that would Morales? be a good one. What's up? Miles Morales? Yes, I have that too, but I have, but I have to beat the first Spider-Man. I haven't beaten oh, yeah. that yet. Yeah, so yeah. I got to play the first Spider-Man, which you can, I have to buy an update to it. If I want to play like the PS5 version of it, they don't just give you, mm-hmm. it's a whole thing. And I've been too busy, but video games have been a, a nice distraction. Uh, Speaking of distractions, we are going into a new year and 2020 was truly, truly a miserable year. And guess what? 2021, boy, oh boy, the sequel, <laughs> the sequel's never as good as the original. So we're, we're <laughs> off to a good start. But what I think as we've been doing these themes from month to month, we're excited to announce that this month's theme is going to be the month of new New year, new you, resolutions, trying out new things, trying new foods, maybe getting some new clothes, maybe trying new fitness activities, not necessarily resolutions, but January is always a good time to re-kickstart your motivated self. And BSR can be a particularly unmotivated group. So this is going to be a fun time (laughs) for us to force ourselves to try and be the best versions of ourselves. And we hope that you guys will follow along at home. But first, it's the month of news, which means we got to do them new news. Hey, Steve. Uh, yeah, Alex. 
Man, what's going on this week in the new news? Hey, Steve, what's going on this week in new news? You really want to ask that question? I, you gave me a quick rundown. <laughs> I already got a tight butthole and anxiety. So where should we? Where it. should we? Where should we begin? Do you want to start with Please the real start. news, or you want to start with the fucking the pop culture news? Let's do pop culture because there's going to be no way to avoid real news. All right, all right. Let me let me just go through my notes here. Where do I want to start first? All right, screw it. WandaVision's coming out. Woo! You know, oh man, you know it's coming. You guys are excited, I assume, right? Something new to watch on the old television. This is I'm the, pretty stoked. I gotta say, man, the first thing that I'm super stoked about on Disney Plus, like. I was excited for Mandalorian and I really like Mandalorian, but if WandaVision lives up to my expect, oh God, I feel like I'm already setting it up for failure, right? Cause I have high expectations, but if it lives up to the sort of like a feeling that it's been giving me just by watching the trailers, it's going to be real, real good. It looks f- wild. It looks bananas. And all the reactions look like people are like, seem to be praising it pretty, pretty impressively. I, I'm just worried. I, I'm, uh, I love the Mandalorian, but I kind of have higher expectations for WandaVision because this is such a huge swing. This is bold. Like they must've been really excited about this show to invest this type of money into it. Now it's loosely based off those popular, that popular vision run, right? Cisco. I think so. Yeah. And that's like iconic Marvel comic, right? Which that's like easy to say, because I think that only came out in like 2017 or 18, but it's like one of the, yes. hailed as one of the best comics of all time. Right. It's so if good. Not yeah. the, it's yeah. not, maybe not the best, but it's, it's definitely, it's in the conversation of like stuff. You got to read. <laughs> It's just really cool. yeah. I have it somewhere. I think Ruben's got it for me for um. Christmas. And the great the great thing about it is that you don't even really need to be familiar with the Vision or the Scarlet Witch or like their convoluted past. You know what I mean? Like it kind of gives you enough to know the the basics, and then is just a really really good story. So uh, those of us that are not caught up on the comics, I noticed Disney Plus did this cool thing where they're releasing Marvel Legends, which are like these quick eight minute shorts about characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they just did Wanda and Vision as their first two characters for people that want to try to catch up. Before oh. I'm wondering, do you guys think this is going to be? For those people that are not caught up and invested in Marvel, do you think this is going to be a tough one for them to dive in? Do you think it's going to be too weird? What do we think? I personally, I, I said this a couple weeks back or months back when we first started talking about it. To me, it's like a Marvel movie or a Marvel tra- Marvel trailer ever comes out, and Amber's like, she'll watch it if I want to watch it, or she'll come if I want her to come with me to the movie theater. She'll go to the movie theater to see it, but like it's just not her thing. And when she saw the trailer and everything for it. And, every, and and the cast that's in it, she was like, "What's that? I want to watch that." And 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 I'm not gonna lie, as someone who may not be the biggest fan of the as big of a fan of the Marvel movie or the MCU as you guys are, um, it's still one of those things where I'm going, "Shit, is this gonna be like a Rogue One situation where I'm gonna have to explain like when this takes place, what is this, who are these people?" 
to be honest with you, I don't even know that we're going to know. I think that's the point is we're supposed to be confused. Right. We're going to be like, what the hell is going on now? I'm not going to say what I think is going on because I know a little bit about what kind of happens in the comics. I don't want to say, I don't want to spoil it for people, but I know it, I, it's definitely not what it seems, but the, the, the marketing kind of alludes to that anyway, with all the weird, like layers of like realities, there's definitely like some sort of weird reality bending Mm -hmm. happening here where you, you're, you're jumping between timelines and realities. So which Marvel fans are now used to. That's now old hat in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I think it looks cool, man. I'm excited. Uh, I just binged The Crown. So I'm excited to add. Right now I have The Bachelor and RuPaul's Drag Race. In yeah, my baby. Paying my need, bills. I, I know. I need... Papa needs like uh, a meal. Papa's had too much sugary sweets. He needs uh, something to chew on. Something new. He needs a nice little slice of pizza little slice of marvel cinematic pizza because alex <laughs> at alex he's not gonna be able to go to the movies till fucking fall so he's gonna have to watch marvel cinematic tv i guess well uh, cisco is this the most excited show you is this the most excited you've been for a show in a good while i think so yeah i think uh i don't think it's even really a question i think uh this is probably the most I've excited i've been for a show ever like i don't think that uh I was I was very like super excited about Mandalorian, like I said, and and um, they they've been able to uh, keep me excited about it, which is great. Um, but this one for sure hits all of my fanboy um, funny bones or mm. you know, my, my needs that I'm looking for, and you know I'm, I'm super interested in how they're going to pull it off because I I have an idea of what I think the story is going to be or what what is happening so far too. And I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Um, and so I'm really, I'm really just curious to see what they're going to do and how they're going to pull it off. I, I have f- nothing but faith in all of them because, uh, they haven't let me down so far for the most part. I wonder if it's going to be more than one season or if they're going to be doing these as sort of like, almost like mini series where it's like you get 10 solid episodes and then that's it. And then you'll see what you'll have to see what happens in the movies, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, I think this is one of those things where there's not enough to even, even based on like the comic book history to even speculate, to be like, well, where could they go with a season two? You know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's like, yeah, but who knows? I mean, they, we're going to see the, yeah. the, the first impressions are amazing steve thoughts on wandavision before we move on what are you thinking buddy oh i'm i'm you know we, we've talked about it in the past I'm, I'm excited to check it out i'm very interested i think the thing that i will commend marvel for doing and you know <coughs> i feel they've done for quite some time is is they they take some swings and they go for it you know whether it was with taika james gunn um and so it i really liked i like seeing them taking the risk and, and the big swing and being willing to sort of play like they are. And this looks like something yeah. they're really playing with. And I'm, I'm excited for that. It's, it's one of those things that sometimes I wish other franchises um, committed to, to doing. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Did either of you guys watch a Legion? Yes. Yes. I watched the first six episodes and then kind of dipped off. So it wasn't, that's not an MCU show, right? Right. It wasn't, it wasn't produced by Marvel. That was a Fox thing. But it was one of those things that creatively I 
I I was really skeptical about. Like I wasn't sure what how were they going to do a Legion show and you know what was what was going to be the hook and like how are they going to keep this character interesting? And they really crushed it in that first season. I've only seen the first season. I haven't seen the second or third. I think there's three, right? Um, I think there's, yeah, I think there's, there's no more than three. That's for sure. Yeah. I think there might be three, but I've only seen the first one, but that first one was really, really good in my opinion. And, um, you know, and it's very weird, you know what I mean? And it's super like left of center. It's very FX, you know what I mean? Like it makes sense that it was on FX. Um, and so if, if WandaVision does anything kind of like that, I think they're, they're setting themselves up right. for some success. What else is going on this week in the new well, news? The reason I brought up WandaVision is, is because it, it's a segue because it's coming out this week. Uh, Kevin Feige's been out doing the rounds. Uh, he did an interview that there's been a bunch of little nuggets that have been floating out throughout the week uh, with uh, uh, Alex's favorite Frosty over at Collider.com. Um, anyways, Deadpool's joining the MCU guys and it's going to be r-rated mr feige confirmed um how do we feel about ryan reynolds and 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 the merc i mean it's awesome i i'm really curious as to how that's gonna work in the mcu that that there i mean i know exactly how it will work but i'm excited to see just how crazy they get just so you know it's confirmed that this won't just be some like he makes a couple of little random jokes about the MCU and like that's how it's tied in. They're saying they're going to be keeping his R rated. Um, it's going to be keeping it R rated, and that um, I mean he's fully officially joining the MCU. Yeah, I mean it, it was always my understanding that the Fox characters and properties were going to get folded into the MCU. Eventually, that means Fantastic Four. That means the X Men and the other mutants, and you know that includes Deadpool. So it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that they're going to try and fold him into the MCU, especially with the popularity and the success of the Deadpool franchise. Um, I think it's great. Do it, and you know they'll have to figure out where that's going to live um, post theatrical release. You know, if it's going to end up on some other streaming service like Hulu or or whatever, because well, not they said end they're up adding Plus. they're adding an adult adult section to Disney Plus, correct? Correct. They are adding yes. an adult section to Disney Plus, so it could end up living there. Hmm. Um, I'm excited to see what does that mean in terms of like you know, what, what are those other two movies now mean? Are they going to do like a cool thing where he's ripped by Dr. Strange out of his dimension and into a new Deadpool dimension? And then he's kind of starting from scratch or are they going to still kind of have it exist? I'm curious to see what they do. Cause obviously it opens up a lot of weird wormholes into the reality of everything, because you've got that, that Deadpool exists within a world where, Ryan Reynolds exists where, you know, Logan exists, which means Logan is, you know what I mean? It, it really does kind of open up this weird continuity wormhole, which is cool. It, be, if, if I trust anyone to do it, I guess it's Kevin Feige. Well, here's you the know? wrinkle, right? Continuity issues might be addressed in WandaVision. Yeah. 
universe slash timeline continuity issues could be a central thing in WandaVision. It's very possible that that's the case. I don't know that. I have no idea. It's pure speculation. Um, I know there's a lot of speculation that the new Doctor Strange movie could do that too. That makes a lot of sense too. Um, No matter what, we knew that things were going to change post Endgame when it comes to the the universe uh, status quo. You know, we know that lots of things happened with the um, Infinity Stones and and uh, Steve Rogers and what he ended up doing in that movie at the very end. And so, um, you know, they could they could do anything they want to be honest with you. And that's the great thing about comic books is that and movies that are based on comic books is that now that we have introduced the idea of, especially with Spider-Verse, the idea of multiple dimensions and timelines that coexist and being able to travel between them and people bought into it, you can basically do whatever you want now. Yeah. And audiences are, they're prepared mentally to be able to accept these things. I mean, they're clearly going to be taking those swings anyway with the new Spider-Man Right, they've yeah. got Toby Maguire in that thing. They got Jamie Foxx. Everybody got and their mothers in it. So Doc Ock. So well, you know, and then also, they, this is this is also something that isn't just exclusive to Marvel. I mean, Batman's trying the same thing in, with their Batman stuff. You know, they're bringing Michael Keaton around to be involved in this stuff too. So you know, to have these sort of like different storylines storylines converging and stuff. I think people are ready for it, you know, and it doesn't seem that crazy. I think there's going to be confusion for um, casual viewers. They're going to be like, what the fuck is going on? But I think, you know, for the most part, people will be able to buy into it and understand what's going, what's mm-hmm. happening. Well, not only is the MCU getting Deadpool back, uh, we didn't talk about this because it kind of got overshadowed by all the Star Wars hoopla uh, on our last show, I think. Um, but Marvel did announce uh, Fantastic Four will be joining the MCU, and it's going to be directed by um, the most recent incarnation of the Spider, Spider-Man Spider um, film series. John Watts is going to be directing it. Uh, big rumors are, and it has been for a long time, uh, Krasinski for uh, Reed. Um, and Emily and Blunt, Emily Blunt as Sue Storm. Um, I think there's been like really cool photoshops of them <laughs> floating around for a years, while. And yeah. it would be awesome if that's the case. I I wouldn't put too much stock in that happening. I, I, I would bet that that probably doesn't happen. But I right. think it would well, be I know Krasinski's been trying since because he was like up. He, it was between him and um, uh, Chris Evans for for Captain America back then. I think Krasinski would be a great action star um, in, in either Marvel or Star Wars or any of the big universes, to be honest with you. I, yeah. I like him a lot. Um, and uh, so, you know, if he's if he's going to be Mr. Fantastic, I think that'd be great. And him and Emily Blunt together. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Come on, let's do it. It would be fantastic. Yeah, it would. Yeah. And then I, I did see someone throw... Um, Oh God! What's her name? Uh, Russian Doll. She was in the American Pie series, uh, Slums of Beverly Hills. Curly hair. Yeah, they were saying her as uh, Ben. Natasha. Is there Not a, Natasha uh, Leone. Um, Natasha Leone. Leone. And uh, one people were like at, wanting her to play Ben, uh, who would eventually be the thing, right? That's That'd be kind of cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> if, they, if they do like a female thing, yeah. I don't know. I don't care. They can do whatever they want. You know, I'm I mean? just picturing thing like, with her hair, <laughs> <laughs> like rock hilarious. hair, like crazy rock hair. Yeah, yeah, crazy 
frit. No, no, the, the the hair is just normal red, frizzy hair, and then it's just a rock. <laughs> Can you just imagine this big orange rock with like carrot top hair? No, be amazing. That would be crazy. <laughs> uh, and then on, then after that, um, it was also announced, uh, overshadowed as well. Um, Disney Plus, Kevin Feige announced that they're going to be doing a Disney Plus series on the uh, Secret Invasion uh, series that Marvel did back in the day with um, Sam Jackson playing Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn playing. Uh, is he a Cree? Is that what scroll. he is? Or a scroll? A scroll yeah. in uh, Captain Marvel. Um, and that it's going to be big and lots of action and super Marvel and yeah. Yo man. Yeah. Audience. You guys are listening to this right now, but we, we had kind of discussed this before we, we got on the air, uh, before we started recording. And I, this was the first I was hearing about this. I had not seen this report anywhere online. I'm, I've been trying to stay offline and, um, I, Why? That fucking something, blew going my on? Mind. Yeah, something going on in the world. <laughs> A little some some, oh. um, but no, this legit like it caught me off guard and it got me so excited because Secret Invasion is another one of my favorite storylines ever in the Marvel universe. It's so good, and the fact that they're going to be doing it as a series gets me really happy. I'm like, I hope they do it justice because it's a really cool storyline. Well, he says that they're really interested in the political paranoia aspect of that series. Um, yeah. So, and he says, listen, anything can be anything. Uh, it will tie into other things and the scrolls in ways you haven't seen before. Um, but yeah, they want to do it as a series because it would allow them to do something different than they've done before. Because people are wondering, like, why not do that on the big screen, you know? It's better as a series, 100%. And if they do it, like, in a in a 24 kind of way where, like, Jack Bauer-ish, and, like, he's got to solve, like, what the hell's going on, this, like, espionage thing... I think that could be really cool. That's not really what the comic is, but if they're going to do it that way, I think that could be really interesting um, because he's exactly right. It's all about um, subterfuge and not knowing who's who and who to trust and what's going on. I mean, that's, that's what the scroll do when they're like trying to F with people is like keeping pe- people off guard by not knowing who to trust. Nice. This is all getting me very excited for WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then Friday, really, yeah, I'm soon enough. Um, and then the other thing in regards to all of this with Disney Plus and WandaVision and all the series is um, pretty much expect them to be anywhere from like Mandalorian, sort of anywhere from 30 minutes to, you know, damn near 60 minutes, a little under 60 minutes uh, for other ones. Um, and that, that goes for um, Winter Soldier Falcon, or is it Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I can't remember. Um, WandaVision and, is 12 episodes, right? Uh, or 10? I think 10. Yeah, I have no idea. Don't quote me. I forget. Either way. We don't know. It's not out yet. That's not for us to <laughs> speculate on. Uh, and while we're still on it with Mr. Feige, um, it's, it hasn't been officially confirmed. However, the big boys, your, your Hollywood reporter, your variety, um, you know, a while back it was announced that Kevin Feige would have his own uh, Star Wars film. Well, um, it looks like we know who's going to be writing it. Uh, this gentleman is the screenwriter of the new Doctor Strange uh, movie that Sam Raimi's currently directing, as well as he wrote the Loki series. His name is Michael Waldron. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for, for that little piece of Star Wars. Loki movies. looks fucking cool, too. Lo- Loki yeah, looks right. great. That was the one thing that out of the sizzle or the trailers that came out of that investor meeting or whatever. 
um, that I, I walked away most excited for. Yeah. Steve was like, give me some of that Loki goodness. Uh-uh. I was like, let me get some Owen Wilson with a little mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Owen, is it shockingly that's the least weird Owen Wilson has ever looked on camera? Right. <laughs> but I like guy. it. I like it because they, like, they, they do some cool thing with like all of a sudden it's like, wait, Loki's DB Cooper which if you know the backstory on DB Cooper yes. and like, it's all that, it's just like, so I'm like, okay, you guys are really going to be playing with shit. And so I'm, I, again, I'm really excited for how they're willing to just Marvel in general with what they're doing with their series, like just yeah. throwing shit against like the a, wall and not being afraid to go with it. Like a gold standard. Oh, basically I where I've heard that before. Sounds like a gold standard. Is that all that's going on this week in the news, or do we want to talk uh, about the news? Well, that's that. There's that. <laughs> well, hold on. Uh, Fauci says we might start going back to theaters and concerts in the fall, pending vaccine rollout. Uh, he says, you know, if we can get at least seventy-five to, do we at least give Biden a shot to break that? Come um, on, man. So Cut we got me some slack. Yeah, we got that. Um, uh, this guy, the the uh, president of the United States, is impeached again. There was a fucking Good. A, an attack on our capital by people pretending bad. they were patriots. Very um, bad. Parlor was shut down. Good. Um, Good. Lots of bad people have been removed from all kinds of social media platforms. And very good. a lot of people are very happy about it. A few people are screaming First Amendment. and I'm happy about they it. They clearly don't understand. Um, Wrong. Let's see here. What else? Um, yeah. That's, that's Donald Trump removed from Twitter. Uh, he was removed from Twitter, Good. Facebook, <laughs> Pinterest, uh, Etsy. He had Shopify. to close his, He had to close his Etsy shop. Um, yeah, he's been selling uh, uh, Donald Trump inauguration. Pillows. Although maybe Big Cartel picked him up. Who knows? Yeah, maybe um, Big Cartel did. Speaking of Big Cartel, <laughs> we got kicked off there because of a disgruntled customer. It's true. On our first, what happened on that customer? What happened with that customer? Well, you know, it's weird. It's Let's crazy get petty for a second. It's super crazy. We, so we used to sell our pins on Big Cartel. Somebody wrote Big Cartel complaining about us and our product because they thought they and were then, getting. No, well, I mm, there was uh, some suspicious timing. I think had less. There was all some with. suspicious timing right. that had to do with like our political point of view, their sensitivity about our political point of view. Long story short, we ended up getting kicked off of Big Cartel, and that person is now currently charged with five counts of <laughs> pedophilia. Yikes. Whoa. Yikes. Whoa. 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 Yikes. Not, not, yeah, you know, you sometimes, dick. you know, sometimes you got bigger things to worry oh, about than whether on. or not Black Series Rebel agrees with you. Yeah, you know what? This guy is, this guy is hearing all day, all night. The worst. That's all I. Yeah, man. Maybe you can sell uh, one of those vintage farm boys for a little bit extra bail. What money. are you talking about? He was breaking it and throwing it in the mail. I'm still <laughs> waiting right. for he it. Pissed. That's right. That he guy was really, pissed. Really, really. That's really a, that's as petty as I'm getting in 2021. That's it. Got it out of my system. Fuck Got that it out of- guy. Hey, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. What a weird. Uh, what a weird two years it's been since January 1st. Yeah. Like, it's been a really weird... I mean, it really does feel like we're in December 44th. Well, like, because I was feeling... Yeah. Guys, well, guys, I was feeling really good, you know? I've been eating right. I've been 
doing the little workouts every day. I haven't had any alcohol. I think I got like four days in and then all of a sudden this happened. You know what I said to myself? I had a moment where I went, oh, you know what? Today, I'm today, soda. today feels like a day I need a cocktail. And you know what? I didn't. I refilled that Yeti bottle and I drank Look water and, and I didn't let, didn't let it mess up my 2021. Nice. However, I did turn into like a 60-year-old man on Twitter, like going off for the... Hey, that's, you just got to do what, I, what you got to do, baby. That's all. I got blocked. I got, I got removed from Twitter for 12 hours. I did too. Oh, nice. How come I did it? I'm the one that's like starting shit. It was, the nicest, it was honestly the nicest 12 hours I don't, uh, the last two weeks, I, I would say. I think it was because I, uh, I cut the president's video like down and just had him say basically the election was a landslide. I like trimmed it just to that, but they thought that I was sharing his video because they deleted his video. So I got flagged in the algorithm for trying <laughs> to suppress the vote. <laughs> and should so, I, so like, I was like, Oh, I guess they don't do sarcasm in the uh, Twitter algorithms. <laughs> should I say what got me suspended for 12 hours? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, no. Should you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe run it. Maybe run it by our censors. Yeah, I, was say, I don't want to censor you though. Let's talk. Let's talk about it next week. <laughs> Freedom uh, of speech. So, Steve, you mentioned that uh, you were you were you were doing some things to maybe to to better yourself this year. Sounds like that's a great subject for a conversation. What do you say? We talk a little bit about our plans to be the better versions of ourselves in twenty twenty one. I don't know about you guys, but I will just quickly go around the horn. I like resolutions. I take them pretty seriously and I do a pretty good job of sticking with them throughout the year. Cisco, are you a resolutions guy? Nope. Okay. Steve, are you a resolutions guy? I am five years. No smoking cigarettes this year. Good man. Good man. Cisco, why, why aren't you a big resolutions guy? I just never have been, you know, I, I, uh, when I decide to make changes, I do it. Um, but I don't tie it to like a new year or Lent or, you know, whatever. I just kind of really? like, you know, but you know, that being said, I do, um, very often, uh, take stock and, uh, look at some different things and, um, make changes when necessary. And, those happen in many different ways and we could talk about it. But, uh, but as far as like saying on January 1st, I'm going to start working out more or eat less meat or whatever. I, I've never really done that in my adult life. So um, not something that I, that I take too seriously, but I, but I'm uh, supportive of anybody and everybody who I know that does it um, more power to you. And if it helps you in some way, shape or form, then I say, fucking do whatever you got to do to be a better you. Mm. I like that. That's a good, that's a good solid meshes to pull us into Steve-O. So this year, what are, what are some resolutions for, for, for big Papa bear, Steve? Tell me what's up. Uh, big rap with me, baby, big, big Papa bear right now. Uh, he's on track. He, he wants to lose at least 50 LBs, 50 um, LBs. It's totally possible. Totally doable. I can probably even totally get doable. I you could do that by more. April, brother. Oh, I know. You could probably drop 10 if you just change those glasses. Oh, I did change them. <laughs> I did change them. I did change them. However, 
I I needed to return them, and they needed to fix the prescription in them. So sadly, You're I like excuse I'm me, back ma'am. I don't look like I dwell in a cave where I skin people and wear <laughs> excuse their. Excuse me, miss. Wear I, uh, can I get my Starbucks barista glasses back? Thanks. Uh, uh, excuse me. Could I just? Uh, I'm looking for the glasses that'll make it look like I cut out people's pancreases and pickle them. <laughs> Sir, we have one. It's the same <laughs> one that one all pair. serial killers Oh, wear. you want the Dahmer collection. You're going to right over here to the Dahmer collection, sir. Oh, no. I was thinking they more all, like David Koresh. Yeah. All labeled Dahmer, Dwight Schrute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Amazing. They're all the same guy. Um, but no. So um, 50 LBs. 50 LBs. 50 LBs to start the year. I'm hoping to obviously do more i was looking at old photos of me from like right before we did this podcast before i fell down, your cliff, before I fell down a cliff in italy and just ruined everything um so i'm trying to get back to that weight um jamming out really playing guitar now that i've got the the, the newer guitar and sort of whatnot and really just sort of sticking to it uh, i've really noticed the progress i've made over the last couple of years just noodling and taking lessons here and there and uh, i'm really happy and into that right now um, honestly, it's, it's mostly about just sort of health and not letting this pandemic, you know, allow, you know, give me permission to do whatever the hell I want and put in my body. Or yeah. So, uh, right now it's sort of just sort of taking back that control, uh, and getting back to, to that lifestyle. How about you? I like that, man. I got a lot of them. Well, we'll ignore the work ones. Those are obvious. They're boring, and I don't really want to talk about them. But a couple of things I'm looking to do this year is, one, I want to trim some of the the fat in terms of, like, items that I've accued over the last maybe 10 years. So, like, sort of shedding some of the heavier collectibles and getting rid of some stuff that I love, but it's like just sitting in my garage. It's been sitting in my garage for, for five years. That's kind of like a, a cleaning one. I'm really looking forward to kind of getting that out, uh, and clearing up space. And you're always have, really good about doing a purge of like, I your purge clothes, every your shoes, your, yeah, you're really I good about shoes. that. I purge clothes, but what I don't purge are collectibles and things like that. And this year I think I'm going to be bold and purge some collectibles, which for the, for the gain of our audience, because what that probably means is that there's going to be some massive black series giveaways on our show, like on, on our Instagram, I'm probably just going to throw up like win 25 mystery figures of black series and just start cleaning out figures every week and just, giving them to people who will love them and appreciate them and care for them. And I love them. I'm going to keep a lot of them, but there's a part of me that's like, okay, I feel ready to, to purge some of the, the pop culture collectible weight that I've got in the house. Uh, another big one is I just started. Have you guys heard of athletic greens? Mm-mm. No. So athletic greens is a green, powder supplement supplement for water. So it's basically like a super multivitamin. So it's like, it's like having everything you need plus prebiotic probiotic, some magnesiums and minerals and things in there. It's like a super food drink basically. And it's supposed to be really good for like gut health and energy, help you wean off caffeine and things like that. 
could never quit coffee though. Love coffee. Got to have my coffee. But so I'm, I got this bag of athletic greens. You're supposed to have it every day. And I think I'm going to try that for, I'm going to try and do it. I always said since my birthday is pretty early in the year, April 2nd, that's usually my first. Hold on. I need to write that down. Yeah. April 2nd. That's my first tier of my resolutions. So the first goal is like, make it to your birthday doing said thing. So big ones health wise are I'm trying my best to cut out all fast food, except in and out burger, except in and out burger. That's the only one. So I've, I've only, I've only cheated once I had Wendy's nuggets. Cause I was really, really hungry. And it was the only thing I could find. Sponge and I tried nuggets. to, I tried to do the least disgusting of all the, the, the quick fast food options. So that's a big one for me kind of cleaning out. I'm trying to get my diet really in check, not about losing weight, but just getting my diet healthier and more balanced and more in check. So like more salads for lunch, more variety for dinner, and then trying these like green smoothies in the morning and then kind of using that to fuel cycling and being excited about exercise, just making like healthy lifestyle choices, but not going so aggro that I can't maintain it. Right. So that's, Mm -hmm. for me, that's the big thing. I don't know about you guys, but like, I find if I go too aggro, I fall out of it too quick because it's too aggressive. It's too intense. But if I just make like smaller goals, like easier things to achieve and attain, I find that I'm able to stick to stuff. So kind of my goal, it's like not about not eating burgers and not eating pizza and not doing stuff, but it's like, if I'm going to order a pizza at night, why don't you have a green smoothie for breakfast and a salad for lunch, knowing because you're going to have like this treat for dinner. It's like, it's just trying to find a more balanced way of approaching my food. And because I'm riding my bike so much, part of me is like, if I can just stick with that for three months with the cycling I'm curious to see how I feel come my birthday, April 2nd. So that's kind of like my big fitnessy one. And then the other one, and maybe you guys can help me articulate this because I've kind of been struggling with it, but it's like being more comfortable with like what I want to achieve and like putting that like out there, like I'm not a big guy. I'm not like big into manifestation. That's like not my thing. I'm not one of those guys. It's like, if I just dream about directing a star Wars movie, it'll happen. Like I'm not that type of a manifester, but I want to be better about when like people ask me what I do, being confident enough to respond with what it is that I do. Sure. Not like, cause like people say, what do you do? I'm like, uh, I kind of Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Weasel, you guys have heard me do it. I weasel my way through like what it is I do. And I, and I'm kind of almost ashamed because I know they'll go, Oh, what have you done? You know? And like, that's like the kiss of death for me. Like nothing big enough, you know? One thing I I will say though, for as uh, a friend of yours, I think that one of the problems that you maybe are facing is that you do a lot of different things. Yeah. And you, you have your, your hand in, in different things creatively. Um, and that's a good thing. You know what I mean? And that, that satisfies your, your creativity. Um, 
in different ways. And so it's difficult to answer that in like a brief interaction when people just ask like, what do you do? Yeah. You know that makes I mean? sense. So no, sure. I think that that, that probably plays a part in, in that difficulty, but you know, I think also you're a humble person too. And so you don't like to um, boast about the things that you're working on and for uh, sure. And then there are also things that you can't talk about that you're working on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so, that's it's, a big yeah, it's less about being able to talk about the things I can't, but there's something very powerful in like saying when people say, what do you do saying I'm a director, right? You know, just like making that like firm, bold statement. When I was acting, I could never do that. <laughs> when I was an actor, I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking do it for the life of me. What do you do? I'm a comedian. What do you do? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm in LA. I'm a, I'm a commercial actor. I'd like, Mm-hmm. prefaced it with commercial. I could never say it. And you want to know why? It's because I didn't, I knew I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I knew that I wasn't happy doing it. And I was ashamed that like, I hadn't quite figured out what I want to do yet. And I think I was afraid to tell myself the truth, which is I want to be the director. I want to be a writer director. I want to be a Taika. I want to be one of those people that writes and creates their own thing and then executes it. So one of my big things this year is about being, more bold and proud yeah. of what it is I do so that when people ask me or when opportunities present themselves, I'm already in a mindset to be able to feel like I can take that yeah. and, and go with it, you know? Cause I don't know if you guys ever feel this way, but like opportunities will present themselves and you find yourself instantly diving into imposter syndrome and you're like, Oh man, like if I had just not done that, I could have, probably you know gotten my teeth into it more steve do you have any thoughts how do you does that kind of ring true with you at all i think i saw you make a face well no i think you know it rings true most certainly rings true for me because there are times where it's like as much as fun as i have working on a lot of the shows and the content that i work on that pay my bills um there's there's certain people and and whatnot that you know, in certain circles where I'm not that I'm embarrassed, but it's like, I don't even want to say what I do or what I work on compared to what, you know, I feel like I'm, I feel like I, I, I'm always comparing to what the other people are doing or what other accomplishments they're doing and sort of, you know, and so it's like, I never really take full ownership of it, even though I'm really good at my job and I really like the people that I work with and that I make these things with. And so I should be proud of that. Um, so I can totally relate to, um, what you're saying on, on some levels. Um, Mm -hmm. but I also think that a little bit of imposter syndrome, when you do get opportunities, you know, I've had opportunities with you multiple times where I've had imposter syndrome, but every time after it's over, I'm really proud of what we've done, what we've accomplished. And like, you know, I, I've definitely gotten much more comfortable with saying I'm a producer. I produce things for sure, you know, and mo- a lot of times people don't know what that means. And it's one of those things where it's like, you can't put that in a box. You should listen to black series. Rebels. <laughs> we'll teach you what produce does. They produce, produce things. What does the director do? They direct. direct. What does the writer do? They write. Yep. I, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I, for as shitty as 2020 was, there's a lot of stuff I loved about 2020. And part of my, my thing in, uh, 2020 was 
ownership was like owning the idea of what I want to do. And my, uh, my thing in 2021, I, it was more eloquent when Sarah and I were talking about it, uh, earlier this year, but it, or like two weeks ago, but it was sort of like, sort of like absorbing and owning. Like it was like, it was like, there was more to it than just ownership. It was like absorbing it and like, like aggressively pursuing like a, like a, like a itch. Like I'm just going to scratch the desire to be a writer director as much as I can, whether it's once a week watching a director's commentary, not a movie, but watch a movie with the commentary. I was like, it's silly that I don't do that a lot. That is such a, there are so many movies I love that I rewatch that I've never watched with the director's commentary on. It's like, why am I not doing that? That's like two hours of an amazing insight Dude, there's into, some there's some great ones it was like an art form there for like five years and then i feel like it just sort of dipped off into like no man's land but th- you, sure. you should sorry you just reminded me of a bunch of stuff but most definitely you should be watching more of those because there's some really good ones i think that as we move through this year we've talked a little bit about what kind of our goals are as you know a collective and what we what we want to be doing you know, I would encourage all of our listeners out there, be vocal on our Instagram, talk to us on Twitter, DM us, let us know what you're working on. And maybe we can talk, maybe we'll try it on the show this month. We'll try, I, I think this, like, this is the month that Steve's going to teach us how to make that soup or make that sauce. You oh, better get ready. Get ready. We're going to learn. We're going to make, we're going to make Roy, we're going to make Roy choice. Fa. I'm going to teach you how to, I'm going to teach you, you want that, that cheap burger, but you don't want to go to drive through. I'm going to teach you what to do. You want that chicken, that, that honey mustard chicken sandwich. I got you, baby. You want Cisco's, that pasta sauce? We're good to go. Cisco is going to be broadening your comic horizon. Maybe some <laughs> little known comics you've never heard of. Maybe get off the, maybe get off the popular shit and really dive, dive deep into the underbelly of comics. Maybe there's a, uh, some, People out there that want to be writers, want to be directors, I can talk a little bit about my process and what are some of the ways I get my creative stuff done. I think that this is this is going to be a fun month, lots of cool stuff. Don't worry, we're still going to be talking about nonsense, but this is the month of becoming the best versions of ourselves. After all, they say, new year, new you. That's what this year is all about. Cisco, where can the people find you online if they want to find you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at CiscoKid77. Nice. With Steve, two D's. With two D's, sorry. Two D's, two D's, two D's. Steve, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Rex Manning or hit me up on Letterboxd or, I don't know, hit us up on our, my the Black Series Rebels Instagram and, you know, show me what you're cooking. Show me what you're doing. You can find me at Alex underscore Backus on Twitter or at Alex Backus on Instagram, or you can go to www.alexdoesstuff.com to check out all my creative stuff because I am a writer director and that's where you can see the shit I'm working on. With all that being said, guys, we will see you next time on BSR. Later. guys i'm here at pixar i'm about to go in uh start working on a collaboration project with pixar
Just kidding, man. I don't play that soft little baby shit, man. That's Satan all day, that evil Satan stuff, heavy metal shit, man. I don't fuck around with that little baby shit. <laughs>